Warning! The following podcast may contain language and subject matter not suitable for all ages or everyone. If you don't like what you're listening to, please press stop. In this episode of the Tang Warner Podcast. I'm, I'm excited for that. It's always fun to go see those kids, but it's also always fun to uh, to surprise them. And I don't think they know that, that we're going to be bringing stuff out to them this year, just like they really didn't know last year. Every president in Korea, at least since the Korean War, been honest and for the people. And it, yeah, it did. It did because it uh, it broke the the public's trust in her. You know, a, a politician. But, okay, but look at let's look at any country in the world. Politicians are not always a hundred percent trustworthy and not looking out for the best interests of the people. Like, what, what's your point of view on? America making remakes of whether it's Korea or Japanese or doing remakes of movies. You're, 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 you're tuned in to the Chang Wanner, the social media podcast for Changwon City, South Korea, with your hosts, Scott and D. It's the Chang Wanner podcast, the podcast that brings you some of the lives of people living and working here in South Korea, in Changwon in particular. I'm your host, Scott, and D is here. D, how's this going? Oh, I'm in cyberspace, man. I'm with you. Yeah. And this week, we're going to talk first a little bit about some of the work that we do or, you know, charity work and a Christmas toy drive that we're doing for a couple local orphanages here in the Changwon area. So we've been doing this for... This is our second season. Second season. Second Christmas. Chad Water just got got uh, opened up last year, right? So uh, we started picking up stuff like this from last year as well. So this is our second season. We we support the Gosong Orphanage, which is a little bit bigger than the Bitnori, but we we also do the Bitnori. We're a little bit more directly involved with the Bitnori than we are Gosong, but we. We do what we can for each of them. Uh, there are approximately 40 children that are, well, 40, I'd say people, because there's older ones involved too, right. uh, with the two orphanages. And we need we need about five more sponsors for children and uh, for uh, the young adults, for the orphans. So we can't, we don't really want to give presents to, you know, 35 kids and, and have five of them left out. So we really hope that there can be five more people or, or one person that supports five children to support the orphanage drive. That would be great. Yeah. So when you say two seasons, so it's basically our second Christmas toy drive and the toy drive started last year just kind of more organizing it so we get a list of all the orphans again some of them are kind of babies right to in their 20s usually the the ones in their 20s is uh kind of orphans that maybe have some type of disability or something you know where they're not necessarily can be on their own which is why there's older you see these older not kids again, but young adults at orphanages. Right. Some we of them. One, some we of have them. one sixteen-year-old uh, male, uh, one twenty-year-old male, and three twenty-three-year-old males, all at the Gosong Orphanage. So we need five more uh, people, or we need five more sponsors for those children. So. So what the toy drive is is uh, you can sign up on the Changwaner website and choose one of the orphans that you can buy him a gift. Usually, you know, range 
say around 20,001. Could be less, could be more. It's up to you, but that's the average. And uh, sometime by Christmas, we bring all the toys out to the orphans and make sure each of them get a gift for Christmas. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, I think we're going to be able to hook them up with um, some bikes this year. Uh, I think from past donations and stuff that we have raised through the the global market, uh, we have a little bit extra money this year. So I think I, I think we've talked about getting getting them a few bikes, like three or four bikes, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, and which they can being here in southern uh, the southern part of South Korea, there you can really use a bike all year round here. As opposed to areas in Canada and the states, yeah, without so the snow, it, it'll be it'll be nice. It'll be, we might we might have to hire a bongo truck to get them out there because I don't know how we're going to get a couple bikes uh, and cars to take out there. Let alone if we buy a few more, plus all the gifts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, plus all the gifts. We might have to figure that out. But uh, that, I'm I'm excited for that. It's always fun to go see those kids, but it's also always fun to uh to surprise them and i don't think they know that that we're going to be bringing stuff out to them this year just like they really didn't know last year yeah well i think last christmas was actually the first time that i met the bitnori orphanage anyway yeah so me too. Uh, yeah it was definitely fun it's been fun all year the, like you said the bitnori orphanage we kind of do most of our support just because for myself personally i feel more comfortable having a little more control and knowing where donations and everything goes towards mm. and uh being able to you know like bitnori throughout the whole year we've pretty much been supporting right yeah yeah i mean the global market most of food. the most of the donations and money we raise for the market from the market go towards bitnori so it's and it's also nice because um like you said, we, we can see where the money goes to. It's, it's right. different than giving, giving a, an orphanage like $2,000 and then knowing that they don't use the money for the kids. They use it to build a, a front gate or something like that. Whereas now we know we, we actually raise the money and most of the time we just bring gifts out to them, like stuff that the kids could use. Or food. Or organize activities, right? Food, uh, paying for heating in the winter maybe uh, electricity in the summer, stuff like that, and knowing what the bills are. And, yeah, it's not not that I, anything wrong is going on anywhere else. It's just any kind of charity that is, you know, if you ask how you can help and all they do is ask for money and never find out where it goes towards, that's just, uh, I'm just not into that for whatever reason. Not, no, that, I mean, not, it's, not that, it's, not, it's, not that anything's bad is going on or. Yeah, it's justifiable though. I mean, cause you want to, you want to know that you just want to see where, where your effort, what it, what it's, you're going to, you know, you reap what you sow. Yeah. It's not, you want to see. You just want to see. You just want to see where it goes, right? Uh, yeah. It's not. It's not the effort. It's, it's just uh, if it, say if it's an orphanage, I'd like to see that whatever donations or whatever's going to them goes towards the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's and totally Christmas, understandable. I feel the same way. The Christmas toy drive is a little different because it's actually buying individual gifts for all of the orphans. And being delivered by, you know, say us and some locals in the community and directly giving it to the kids. Right. There's definitely no middle middleman or anything like that involved. It's just getting a gift for a child 
or an orphan and bringing it to them hand right. to hand to hand. And you know, that's, uh, I, I don't know about, about you. I, I don't, I don't buy very many gifts for people these, these days in Christmas time, you know, just my wife and I basically take care of, of each other. And, and, and if we get involved in like a secret Santa with a group of our friends, but so it's nice to be able to, to actually buy gifts and see, you know, kids enjoying them. Right. So um, my, the only child in my life is my nephew and he's still too young to um, really, you know, and I, to see and to, to understand and stuff like that. So it's it's nice. It's nice to be able to do this. Right. And so this year, the toy drive for those interested. And we just to mention, we still even if this list of uh, I think it's 39 orphans, even if the list is full, we still take donations and just toy drop-offs in general or clothes. So you can still drop them off at a... You know what would be really good is uh, books, English books, storybooks, stuff like this for kids to read or any sort of um, English-related in better... You know, it's got to be in better quality. It can't be all torn up and stuff like that. Um, So it's got to be in good condition uh, and not junk. And, um, it would be nice to get some books or something like that, that the kids could use. And this year, once again, you can drop off any type of donation at IPs, O'Brien's, Next Bar, Biscacci, pretty much the local foreigner bars in Changwon. And, uh, yeah, we'll pick them up. So the list, we do have five orphans left. So anybody who's interested can head over to the Changwoner.com. Uh, slash. slash toys with a big T. Uh, if you put a little T, does it reroute it somewhere else? Uh, possibly. I never tried. Uh. Probably uh, the way I have it set up. Yeah. It'll All right. So up, it's come page. dot com slash toys with a big with a big T. But uh, even if you go to toys, it'll go to a or with a small T, it'll still take you to a link to the actual list. Okay. Well, there you go. You don't have to worry about that. So, uh, and, uh, if you have any questions or anything, you can email us at toys at com. So, uh, hopefully I'm actually, uh, quite happy that we've got quite a few local people that signed up already. I mean, five, five orphans left. So that means, uh, what, 34 people have already signed up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some, we've got some people that are, have got really big hearts. They're sponsoring more than one. So it's great. uh, There's like five or six people that are sponsoring more than one. So cheers to those guys. Shout out to all the, the, the local loyal Changwater locals. And the, uh, Again, right now, five orphans left. So if you're interested in helping out, head on over to that web address and sign up. Just click select and follow the instructions. Yeah. Okay. What do we got next on the agenda, Scotty? Next up, we're going to talk about a few issues or what we like to call issues. Maybe a few things happening around the Korean area. So we're going to get into some issues. All right. Drop it. Issues, man. Issues. We've got issues on the Chog Warner Podcast. All right. So I guess we're going to get into some issues here related to Korea. So let's talk about, Scotty, let's talk about the the one that was, the one that is happening and has been happening for the past month or so with uh, the president of Korea. So right now, if uh, people have seen or maybe seen some images, uh, the people in of Korea are protesting and they're actually doing it in a very peaceful manner. 
Last weekend, it was about 1.6 million or a little over 2 million, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the weekend before that, same amount, almost a little bit less. So there's a million people who are gathered in Seoul around around the Blue House protesting against uh, Park Geun-hye, the president of Korea. So from what's happening, and my wife is very into the news, just like a lot of other Koreans are right now, they're very uh, informed, which is a great thing. As opposed to me, who doesn't have a wife and is not informed about anything. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's a big, it's, it's, it's like almost a, it's almost like a Korean drama. Like when you watch a Korean drama, some things that happen in a Korean drama are so outlandish, you, you don't even believe that they could be real. So this one here is, it was outed uh, through, I believe it was Park Geun-hye's uh, daughter. Is that right? That uh, Sorry, no, who, whose daughter? It was somebody's daughter. I don't remember. Anyway, so it was outed some way. <laughs> Here's me being informed. Uh, it was outed some way that Park Geun-hye has uh, been kind of like a puppet for another lady who has been kind of, been advising her in the background, in the shadows, right. called Che Sun Shiel. And she is a, did I say that right? Che Sun Shiel. Uh, she has been um, like a lifelong friend of Pak Kun Hye. She, her father and Pak Kun Hye's father were friends when Pak Kun Hye's father was in office as president. Right. So after his assassination and the mother's assassination, Kind of that her family w- took Pak Geun-hye in and kind of supported her and and and, and kind of raised her in that sense, um, uh, nurtured her through right. the years. And so, so this lady, her dad is actually a cult leader. So a lot of the information that Pak Geun-hye is supposed to be secret, she was giving Chesun Shiel these uh you know classified what would be considered classified documents and and uh nation national secrets she was letting uh chasen shield uh advise her on what to do with with the country which is absolutely crazy and the new conspiracy is uh there was a time when the Sewol ferry happened which was two years ago in april uh there was a, a brief uh amount of time about seven or eight hours where uh, Pak Geun-hye was unaccounted for. So it just came out this week uh, that she was actually, for about half of the time, she was getting her hair done. So she knew that the boat had tipped. She knew that the children were dying, and she decided to go get her hair done uh, so she could look nice when she was on TV um, giving speeches to the, to the nation. So I couldn't imagine, because this came out yesterday, so I couldn't imagine what the families of the Sewol tragedy felt yesterday when they heard this. So I guarantee you, so there's going to be another protest in Seoul this weekend, possibly. Uh, but it all depends on tomorrow because tomorrow is the big day. Tomorrow is when it's kind of decided if she's going to be prosecuted uh, and, and taken to court, maybe even impeached. So tomorrow will dictate. So if her cabinet... And this is what she has said. She is she has refused to step down. She knows apparently she knows what she's done wrong, but she said she's given her fate in the hands of her cabinet. So the cabinet has to decide if she's going to step down or not. And the only two different times when a president can be impeached in Korea is if 
uh, one sh- for treason or the second one for insurrection, which it's kind of it's kind of bordering on both, which what she has done, the crimes that she's done borders a little bit right. on both. So there is insurrection starting in Korea. Um, it's very peaceful protesting, <laughs> but, you know, uh, insurrection is when they the whole country tries to overtake government and treason is when you kind of, you go against your country's uh, best wish or best. Um, All right. Yeah. 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 It go yeah. against. No. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So it, right now it's, it, this is what's going on here with Pakune. That's what's going is, on. I'm aware of this. I don't, you know, I don't know enough to kind of speak on facts and all that type of thing, but not to play the other side, but, to me, it all sounds like, and okay, you said she's, uh, you know, been involved or a puppet for a cult. What bad happened? Anything bad happened out of it? Uh, well, the the possibility of something bad, the possibility of no, something but did, bad happened. Did anything bad happen? Well, it, yeah, it did. It did because it uh, it broke the the public's trust in her. You know, a, a politician. But, okay, but look at let's look at. Any country in the world, politicians are not always 100% trustworthy and not looking out for the best interest of the people. You can well, look, you you can, have, you can you look at the have, states. You, you want to have at, your politician. You want to have your president have integrity, but you also want them to be competent. So a majority person, of presidents in the, on the planet are puppets, apart from dictators. Well, okay, then he, she got caught. She and that's got caught, but what did she get? What did what did she get caught doing? Other being other than knowing and maybe being taken care of by this family that uh, hap- that well, happened to be got, what? What is the cult, by the way? Um, I'm not. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure what the cult is. Um, cult sounds bad to a lot of people, but it doesn't mean they're terrible people. Well, you know, you, you, you're right about that. But um, one thing a president has to have is they have to have um, uh, the right temperament uh, and they have to have uh, to be competent and uh, they have to be trustworthy. And they have, well, it's assumingly so. But you're, but not, you're describing your, everything that every president almost on the planet isn't. Mm, well, I mean. So this, I mean, are you yeah. telling me that any American president who didn't uh, have advantages for their parents or the people that looked after them. Uh, say, say that again? Like any president, let's take America, any uh-huh. president who their parents or somebody that looked after them didn't have any kind of advantages or inside scoops on things. It happens, uh, all, it happens all the time all over the world. Oh, of course it does. And, and you know, that's where, you know, the peop- the presidents at least have a little bit of discretion. So um, I guess from, from what I can see, she, the, the cult is a, a shamanistic cult, whatever that means. So um, I just don't, I don't know enough. To comment on, I'm just trying to play the other side here. But, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I but, know how uh, you are. I, um, I think you look at any American president, even obviously before Trump or anything, mm. does anybody out there really believe that they're not puppets, whether it's a cult or the, uh, what do you call it, like uh, companies owning the president? You know, the president, the government, who knows who runs like the state. Like oligarchy? Uh, I just, I, I get it. But one thing in Korea, when they decide to do something, they take it to the max. Uh-huh. 
and you get all these protests, and they're good at it. They're good at doing peaceful protests. Uh -huh. They're good at kind of doing it so it's at night because it looks, you know, more spectacular with the candles and being able to see the size of the crowd type thing. Uh -huh. And then you mentioned the whole boat thing, you know, with her finding out that she's getting her hair done. I mean, when the whole country turns on you, they're going to start, fit, you know, fishing for anything they can find negative about somebody when everybody's on the hate wagon. Yeah, sure, but um, that just... I guarantee you almost, almost any... How incompetent she is, and frankly why, speaking, the, the fact that she is... She, she, she seems like she doesn't have any genuine concern of the country. Uh, and, and I think that's what a lot of the people here in Korea are scared about because they don't really know how much control Choi's family does have over the president or how much they that family has benefited right, from but I know, being in power. So I know I you, a lot of people that a lot of people are, are being getting caught inside the scandal is, is bad enough, but then you're right. They go fishing for more stuff and they find some more stuff. So, uh, but it was maybe, actually, maybe it, it happened. Her maybe daughter. It, it was choice. Shun Shield's daughter that got, that got kind of like a bump up in EY university. Um, I just oh. pulled something up as we were talking. Uh, so she's a, a horse rider. All right. And, whatever. That's fine. That's good. Yeah. yeah so yeah. That, so they, that, happen, um, that happens all the time, and good for her. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it, this is this is this is important because uh, you know the, the, she was ousted by by this university, and she was directly you know related to the, the president at hand. So I don't know. I, I, it's a good question. I mean, your question is, what did she really do wrong? No, uh, I'm not saying the, I'm not saying that. What did she really? Side of it and I can see the what the Koreans think of it too. Um, to me, it's it seems like Korea's in shock that politicians are not for the people or trustworthy when they never have been. Well, before. I mean, you can't say you can't say never, and you can't. No, say okay, that never, but no, not every politician, not every, but most uh, presidents. Uh, maybe, I maybe, I don't know enough of the history the here. I don't know. Has every, you know, has every president in Korea, at least since the Korean War, been honest and for the people? And well, we my, can't really, my, my we only, can't my really, only, we can speculate, but we really don't know because we have no idea what goes right. on behind the scenes. We have no but, idea but because, how much they lie. We know that a lot of politicians do lie. We don't know why they lie. We really are they doing it to protect us? Are they doing it to protect themselves? We really, really don't know. And that's all right. Yeah. That's the thing is, I think we really don't know. We take it with blind faith that this person is going to be representing the people. So when they find out, the Korean people find out that she is really not representing the people. She's representing herself and she's representing, she's a, representing. Very, a very close personal relationship. Okay. Or, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I get it. I just say that's being human, though. Yeah, I, you know, I know. Any, anybody, take a president of any company, take the principal of a school, everybody being human, people that are close to them are probably going to have an advantage, whether it's conscious or unconscious. It's just life. It's maybe just wrong having people run an entire country in general. All I'm saying is, if you're going to get angry at a puppet, then really you should get angry at the puppet master. 
at the end of the day, it's a job. If the person does it poorly, then, you know, it can be replaced, which is going to happen. But it's not worth tearing somebody's life apart just because of it. And if a job demands that somebody's life should be destroyed because of poor decisions, then maybe that job should not be left up to one individual. Well, I mean, a single, person, a single individual have running. one person appointed as the main right. uh, chair, chairwoman. But I just don't like all this yeah. stuff. Like, somewhere between, you know, the bad and the good, the truth probably lies in the middle somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, the whole getting your hair done. Yeah, maybe that happened. Maybe it didn't. You know, it could be rumors. It could be, I would guess, you know, something bad's going on. You got to go, you, you have to get on, you're going to be on TV shortly. So she's getting her hair done. I doubt it was 90 minutes and, you know, it might've been a few minutes, but that happens all the time too. Well, uh, most leaders around know, the world, uh, all right, yeah, something's happening. You got to go on TV. I know, but they go through makeup. They go through makeup. What, mean, what, what's she going to do? I would rather what's see she gonna a do? president that's in, Jump that's in the water? shambles that they, they can't even, they, 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 her hair is falling out, working as hard as she can to try to save these children, getting helicoptered to the scene and where also, she's. You know, she's, she's, she's right, right. right but also, lives. also that statement, no, not, not your statement, but the whole story about her getting her hair done. It sounds about a little too, like, kind of a male perspective. Maybe, maybe. The don't, I mean, that maybe. don't, I, don't like having a female way, president or, I mean, anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, look what Bush did. Planes were hitting Twin Towers and he was reading a book to kids in a class. Supposedly, 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 but that's on video. Planes were hitting towers. Oh, whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's, what you're it's the way life works. And when everybody jumps on the hate bandwagon, they're going to come up with stories and find things that if people loved her, they wouldn't have cared about, you know, certain stories that might come out and more are going to come out. But, uh, uh, well, well, I mean, you know, there are a lot of people. Have don't have the ability to, to be objective in a situation like this. As far as um, you know, her being the first woman president, and that's a big thing for Korea, right? That women are not. It's a big thing for any country. Most countries have. Been... Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, in Korea, especially because uh, women are women do not have equal pay scale. Women do not have um, equal. Uh, work ability in the in the minds of uh, of men here. Um, so I think she was on a she was on a very high. But uh, if, it, if uh, the president had a big microscope over her, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe because maybe if she was a man, maybe if she was a man, uh, some of this stuff would would just be swept under the rug, or you know, people would have looked the other way, or maybe. Or maybe there definitely would have been a story of him getting his hair done for ninety minutes while a boat is sinking. Yeah, I mean, we 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 I I I take everything when it comes to politics anymore with a grain of salt because there is stuff that we have no idea that goes on. We cannot. I cannot begin to fathom what the life of a president is. How much. Uh, demand you're in by everybody. Everybody wants something from you. Everybody needs something from you at all times, 24 hours a day. You've got to be on call, never have a day off. Um, 
But you know, we're also talking about, in my experience, we're talking about a culture and country that the people on top, you know, there's the whole different levels. I mean, you look at any company, the president, workers got to bow to them and all this type of thing. And everything is kind of inner circles here in Korea. Well, it's just, I mean, it's yeah, just natural I mean, to look at it like... That, like you've got to admit that... that that Korea does have a lot of things going on for them that, that it, it's, it's I'm not with all of, the, all of the respect and all of the culture and all of the, um, all, even all of the scandals. Korea's got something special but, about it. But take away scandals. I'm just saying you cannot be surprised if any president, regardless of he, she, or whoever's president, is not doing favors for the people in her circle or their circle. Sorry. Well, I mean, in a, of, of in, course, and, that's and, part of the reason in, in, that any country the presidency because they they other people did favors for them to get them there. So, like I said, I don't I don't take anything. I don't I don't buy into the, any of the bullshit. I don't I don't you know even like Trump in America. All right. Yeah. There there's some, there's stuff going on right now that it is earth shattering to a lot of people. And you know what? That's great and fantastic and terrible all at the same time right i have no fucking idea can, i really don't it can stir yes. up the system so anyway let's move on and talk about trump for a second yeah there's been a lot of people that said before the election and even after that if trump becomes president i'm getting out of this country including a number of celebrities and kind of probably just people shooting off type thing but do you think now that trump is likely, I'm going to say likely because, well, 100% is the new president. Do you think, are we going to see an increase in the number of people, foreigners coming, say, to Korea to work? Or uh, well, an, it's, an, an it's, increase in, you know, teachers coming here to work in South Korea? It's too early to say, um, but let me tell you what would determine an increase in teachers here. Uh, with some of Trump's policies, he is, he like, at one of his 100-day Part of his 100-day plan is to break a lot of these uh, trade agreements and to try to bring more jobs back to America. So if that happens and he's able to bring more jobs back to America, blah, 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 and the quality of life, he wants the quality of life in America for all Americans to go up. That's what he is. His campaign has been about, and that's why he um, he got elected, because a lot of people were disgruntled about the quality of life in America. Insurance is too expensive for people. Uh, a lot of people cannot live on the medium wage that it's got going on. So it's going to, it's, it's, it's to be determined. So I think if he stands by his promises, which I don't know a lot of presidents that have, um, if he stands by his promises, I think we'll actually see a reduction in teachers here from America okay. because the quality of life, if, if he stands by his promises, the quality of life in America is going to go up. So there'll be more of a, uh, he's going to try to jumpstart the economy better, try to, 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 even though unemployment just came out in the past month that unemployment in America is at an all time, like nine year low. Mm. Um, it's at like 4.9% or 4.6%. I can't remember. But it's still very, very low. So, uh, so basically, unless the U.S. turns to shit, there won't be really any change in terms of people wanting to get out of the country. Or well, there's still there's still the the quality of life for I mean the the medium the, the minimum wage in America 
needs to go up. Okay, so it it is very very difficult. Um, so for, from like like twenty years ago or thirty years ago, the 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 basically I think the minimum wage has been raised about two or three dollars an hour, and so I, I, my 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 facts are probably way off, but I'm 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 reading. A lot of stuff, and I'm forgetting a lot of stuff. But uh, in that time, more people have taken out student loans because their parents can't afford their university. More people have gone to university uh, than ever before. But also, they've taken out more money and been in debt to to get to university. Uh, the, the housing cost has gone up. The the overall living cost has gone up. So people are barely surviving. They're not saving any money, but they're barely surviving. With what they have, so if Trump is able to increase the minimum wage or make it a federal standard that, that the minimum wage is, is increased, usually it's a state by state basis. Um, then we're going to see if if he's able to do these things. I think we're going to see less teachers here from America. All right, in my opinion, I don't think it would make much difference either way. I mean. I always think that people in general, whether it be the U.S. or Canada or any other country, there seems to be a breed of people out there that are into traveling or, you know, want to see some of the world or, you know, get out of their hometown. And there's people that don't. And yeah. it's not always due to political reasons or health insurance or anything like that. There's just people that seem to travel and most of those people have done that or currently are. And there's the people that just spend their whole life in their hometown and not even really get to the next state. And that's just the way things are. Well, yeah, like before, you know, you wanted to go out and see the world, you join the military. These days, you want to see the world, you come to Korea or you get hired on as an English teacher. Well, there's Greenpeace back in the day when I was younger anyway. Greenpeace, uh, Peace Corps, all that stuff, right? But I'm just mean. There's a lot of people in Canada and the U.S. I'm guessing a lot of the you know Trump supporters are hometown people. People have probably never left you know wherever they grew up, like that hometown bubble that they just don't escape from. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it, it's it'll be interesting. We'll see uh, though. Over over the next couple of years, we'll see. Unless yeah, but also too, there's been a reduction in teacher positions here in Korea. So. Um, All right. This, I, I think. Anyway, I think I'm going to ask that question on the website in a poll. So if anybody's interested, I'm going to put up a, you know, do you think with Trump becoming president and the uh, future situations or conditions in the States, do you think we'll see an increase in the number of foreigner teachers coming to South Korea? So I'll put that poll up along with the podcast. All right. And uh, another thing I saw... Today or yesterday was that the Bank of Korea has uh, decided pretty much to get rid of coins in Korea, and they want to become a cashless society. Now, uh, since I've been here, I've always, uh, you know, I've collected my coins over the years, and I'm not a disliker of coins. But uh, and it's not it's not an, an immediate rush. I'm not saying tomorrow, you know, like get to the bank, get your, you know, but the bank did say bring your coins into the bank because we're getting rid of coins basically uh certain coins like the 10 won and stuff like that it costs more money to actually make the 10 won than it's worth which is the same as the penny in canada or in the united states but uh yeah they're they're calling for everybody to start bringing bringing in their coins and their immediate plan is to uh you know instead of getting change 
which we call, you know, like coins. They want to put it on those transportation rings. But in the beginning, they're going to keep the uh, 501, but get rid of the others. So get rid of the 101 coins as well. Right. And uh, was it 10 won, 100 won, I guess? In the, in yeah, the, in, those, in the there's no use for those little ones, right? I know people that use them for modeling. Like uh, uh, building models, you know, like uh, 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 yeah, like uh, yeah. miniatures. I guess they're called, you know, like small dragon slayers or whatever. They're the the base of the uh, people. But anyway, yeah, they're not used for anything. Right, right. But uh, I've always enjoyed collecting money. I mean, or not collecting money, collecting coins. After my, you know, first, there was one point before I left Korea, I think I cashed in, you know, quite a bit of money. Been a couple times I've uh, brought my coins in and gotten like 800,000 won and 400,000 won. But I know foreigners that come here to do a year contract usually build up a basket or whatever of coins and bring them in at the end of the year. Yeah, I do the same. I still do the same thing. It's always a nice little bonus. Yeah, 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 but... Put that for my traveling money. But uh, I hate coins. I hate having them in my pockets and having jingly pockets is what I like to call it. But but uh, anyway, do you think becoming a cashless society, do you think that's a, a step in the right direction? or? Uh, I mean, I know a lot of countries that do. It, 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 I tell you what, it'll be, they'll, probably, they'll probably start to print uh, a, a piece of money that's smaller than a thousand won is what they'll do. And uh, that's just a, that's just almost as bad as having coins. But because uh, Cre- you know, Korea is still- already one of the top countries in terms of being cashless with technology and you know everything like that. As far as you, uh, I mean, there'll and- still be a need for cash. Uh, the, you know, the taxi drivers, a lot of the the, the businesses. Because you know, there's a lot of businesses they'll give you a discount if you pay with cash because it's a it's it's good for you and it's good for them. Uh, there's still a lot of of uh, tax evasion here. There's still a lot of uh, people they try to get around the corners, cut cut the corners with that. So I don't think that they'll get rid of cash. A lot of businesses, smaller businesses especially, but the bigger businesses are always they'll they'll be more of the card system. Less of the cash, but the little businesses, the smaller businesses, uh, still still appreciate those cash uh, those cash payments. Yeah, but Korea is at an they're at an advantage in terms of uh, actually becoming cashless, just because of the technology and a lot of people using their cell phones. And but also as far as coins goes, I mean, I see coins going out the door just because in a country like South Korea, like whether taxes included or not, but pretty much when you buy things, the price you see is what you pay. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And, yeah, and it's, it's usually, it's usually a round number. Yeah. I mean, it's not like America where you, yeah, you go and you, you, you buy something. something and then you get to the register and it's, you yeah. know, 15% more. Yeah. Same in Canada. Like you see something, it's $15 and 99 cents and then you have tax. So you have all these odd little numbers which you need coins for. Where Korea, you don't really need that. No, you, no, you're right. You're right. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of. Uh, I mean, I I I usually use cash just for taking taxis, and if I go out to dinner with a group of people. Uh, other than that, yeah, it's um, usually like Dutch Pay or whatever, right? Yeah, you're out right. with a group of people. Everybody throws into the pot. Right. So, um, you know, in Korea, they have a different system. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people pick up the tab for the entire table. And then next time they go out, another person will do that, rotate. But that's usually on card, though. With foreigners, foreigners usually go Dutch pay with everything. 
I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. It's a good. It's a good question. Good. Good topic to bring up. And the last one, quickly. Uh, yesterday or today, they announced that they're doing an English remake of the, you know, the the Korean hit movie Train to Busan, and it was actually uh, Sony and Fox were bidding for the rights to it, but a French company actually won and got the rights to the movie. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it's still going to be, even though it's a French company, it's still like going to be an American English reboot, or not reboot, remake of the movie Train to Busan. And my thing with that is, is it seems too soon or too fast in terms of uh, making a remake that fast. Like, what, what's your point of view on America making remakes of whether it's Korea or Japanese or doing remakes of movies? Um, well, let's put it this way. My, my take on it is uh, um, uh, Hollywood has lost all sense of imagination. Okay. That's why they're rebooting series and, and trilogies and they're remaking and they're doing all these comic book movies because Hollywood has lost its sincerity and lost its heart when it comes to original stories so will it be a success i don't know train to busan was a great movie they lost their i don't know if it's that or they just like the quick you know all right this is really successful let's jump on that band bandwagon type thing it's more it's more business they want quick fix you're right it's more business it's convenient it's convenient. They 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 don't spend the time to, you know, make an original story anymore. Or at least, like most of Hollywood, from what we see, doesn't. Most of the most of the movies. I mean, the most successful movies that come out of Hollywood are big blockbusters that are comic book movies or superhero movies or remakes or movies that that you know do whatever. I mean. But if it, if it's any um, consolation, the the last meme, uh, Korean movie that was remade was Old Boy, and the remake, the American remake, it was lost in translation, and it was pretty terrible. So I don't know how Train to Busan would be, and I don't know what they would call it because there's obviously no Busan in in America. So it'd be interesting to see what they name it. Yeah, I was going to ask you uh, that actually. What what do you think would be a good name for the English version of Train uh, train to nowhere, maybe, or uh, train to the apocalypse. I don't know the apocalypse. The apocalypse. I don't know. The I don't com- know. Man. The commuting dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I just think the whole thing is a joke. But uh, again, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I still have Train to Busan on my list of movies to watch. I still haven't seen it, okay. so um, I don't know. I'll definitely watch it before an American remake. And I would like, I always like to see what, um, like a successful movie in Korea, if it's translated into English and made in America, I, I'm curious to see how that does translate. Cause I don't think, I don't think a lot of movies are translatable. Well, to be honest, a big portion of American movies are actually remakes of movies from all around the world not just south korea yeah well of the japan and yeah. europe and everything I mean, else even but... star wars apparently it might be a remake from a japanese movie but yeah definitely horror movies and stuff like that i mean like you said there's old boy 
which was not as good as the original. A Korean movie I liked, I think it's called A Tale of Two Sisters. You wouldn't have seen it because it's a scary movie. Mm. It was remade, I think it was called The Uninvited in America. It had, yeah. had Elizabeth Banks in it anyway. Uh-huh. It wasn't as good, wasn't bad, but usually the original is always a lot better than with, you know, regardless of the country or anything like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just, I guess, the majority of English-speaking people don't like to read subtitles. So, uh, anyway, so Train to Busan is being remade, the English version. So, uh, I have a question. I might have a Facebook poll for this one. going to ask, what do you think the English name for Train to Busan should be? You asking me, or are you just rhetorical? No, no, I'm just re- re- I'm going to ask that, actually, in a poll, maybe, on Facebook. Oh, okay, all right, all right. So, uh, you know, I'll put up a few, but maybe people can add to it. And I'm sure we'll have some uh, funny ones and maybe some serious ones. <laughs> anyway, so that's a, f- that's a few issues in uh, what's going on in here in South Korea. And uh, we're going to talk about what's going on this coming week in Changwon. Bang! It's your local events list for Changwon City. Get your ass out the chair, and we'll see you there. Coming up this week at O'Brien's, they have Burger Fridays, which is every Friday. And that is 4,000 won off any burger. And I believe that's a set, you know, with fries, burger, and maybe a beer. But every Friday is 4,000 won off any burger of your choice set. And Tuesdays, Taco Tuesdays. And, uh, yeah, so what's going on at IPs? Well, IPs, every Friday night right now is ladies' night. So any drink on the menu is 2,000 won off. So you're getting, uh, for any lady between uh, 10 and 12, you're getting a draft beer for 2,000 won, which is, I, I would dress up as a lady to get that deal. That's 10 but, and 12 p.m. Not 10 and 12, not, not 10 age. PM and 12 a.m. Yeah, not age. Sound like age or everything. Any girl <laughs> between 10 and 12. Yeah, between 10 and 10 p.m. and 12 a.m. And then uh, this weekend, uh, if you don't know Hendrik, Hendrik is arguably the longest running foreigner in Changwon. He's been here over 20 years uh, and uh, pretty much consistently. And it's his birthday this weekend, so they're going to throw a party for him. So that means... Uh, from, I believe it is 10 to 1, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. It's 20,000 won all you can drink. Let me just double check on that on the time because the time is relevant. Uh, well, ch- anyway, it's Hendrick's birthday. The man is older than fuck. So, uh, it is from, I'm, I'm pulling it up. I'm trying to pull it up on the Chang Water here. It is from, yeah, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. So vodka, rum, gin, White dog and draft beer with the for twenty thousand one all you can drink. All right, and uh, on Saturday night over at Next Bar we have some live music. We've got No English playing uh, a live gig, and that's from I think it's starting around ten ten thirty maybe. And uh, opening for him is another local, Daniel Dubois, I believe his last name is. And he actually lives in Jinne now, but he's a Changwon or two. And he'll be opening up for them, and they'll be playing from 10.30 to, you know, whatever, whenever they finish. I'm guessing by around midnight or so, but 
So that's coming Saturday, 10.30 at Next Bar. Check out No English Live and help support some local musicians. Sweet. And, Sweet. Uh, Let's give a shout out to uh, El Loco. That's the Mexican grill here in uh, Changwon. Uh, everybody's asks, oh, is El Loco still around? Didn't they move to Masan? No, they're still here. They still serve some great tacos. I think they're in Masan too now, though. They are in Masan as well right now, so which is fantastic. Uh, we also have here. We got a shout out to Monster Bar, which is a very cool uh, little little getaway uh, bar bar in uh, in Changwon. And uh, we have Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal still have their buffets every Saturday. I believe it's from five p.m. to around nine thirty p.m. Yeah, and the price. Uh, last time I checked, the price is uh, fifteen thousand now for the buffet. Okay, and uh, Biscacci. Biscacci has always has something going on on the weekend. It's open late. They're usually the last bar to close, I believe. And they have stuff like beer pong and some other things going on. So. Head over to Biscacci when you get a chance. And, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it for this coming week. We got Christmas coming up, so a lot of things going on. Again, the toy drive. Just to recap, anybody interested, we're still looking for five people to sign up for this year's toy drive. And you can head over to Changwaner backslash toys to sign up or email us at toys at changwaner.com on how you can help. You can drop off toys or any kind of donations at ip biscacci o'brien's or next bar anytime we're trying to collect everything by the 18th i think we're going to head to the orphanages around by the 24th anyway at the latest i think so uh anybody interested in that check it out once again my name's scott you can get in touch with me by you can email me at scott at changwaner.com or pretty much anything at changwaner.com, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. And D, how can people get in touch with you? D at changwaner.com. So I uh, hope to see everybody out this weekend. I hope to see you either at, uh, I'll probably be at IP and Next Bar this weekend. So hope to see people out at the live music and hope to see people out at Hendrick's birthday. All right, man. Sounds good. All right, so that's the Changwaner for this week, and uh, tune in next time. All right, we will catch you on the flip side. Thanks for tuning in to the Changwaner podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.